college were from an airplane as I jetted from one end of the country to the other. Are you here for the Catherine Carlson release? I looked up in surprise as not one, but a half dozen people seemed to have appeared from nowhere. I'd noticed a couple of vans and cars farther down the parking lot, but hadn't seen any people until now. My gaze had been taken up by the prison, a forlorn place if ever I saw one. Even the entire blue sky wasn't enough to offset the building's ugliness. Block construction, painted beige like old oatmeal. If the cinder walls didn't give it away, the lack of windows made it clear it was an institution. The electric barbed wire fencing told what kind. Two men in my path balanced cameras on their shoulders, and in front of them a pair of pretty blonde journalists shoved microphones in my face while another thrust forth a palm-sized recorder. One on the fringe held an innocuous notepad. My first impulse was to run back to my car and speed away. But Dilly was waiting. I clamped my mouth shut, gripped the strap of my Betsy Johnson purse, and walked along the concrete strip leading to the doors of the prison. There was an invisible line at the gate that not a single reporter could penetrate. But I knew they'd wait. At the front door, a woman greeted me through a glass window. Dilly was being processed, she told me, then said to have a seat. I turned, noticing the smell of inhospitable antiseptic for the first time. Hard wooden benches were the only place to sit. Evidently, they thought the families of those in such a place needed to be punished, too. I'd have brought a book if I'd known the wait was going to be so long. There wasn't even a magazine handy to help me pass the time. Only thoughts. Of how I would make up for my failures. I told Mac, my best friend, and somehow it seemed he'd become my only friend, that this was the first step in fixing things. Keeping a broken past in the past. Dilly's and mine. I remember the day our parents brought my sister home from the hospital just after she was born. The excitement was as welcome as the warmth of the sun shining through the bare trees that early March afternoon. Everyone smiled, and even though Mom was moving kind of slow up the stairs to our farmhouse, she smiled too. It was the kind of excitement you see when there's a new and hopeful change like at weddings. I was five, and even at that age, I knew my parents had waited a long time for my sister. I heard Mom say once that she'd envisioned a house full of kids, but the Lord hadn't seen fit to bless her with a productive womb. I think I wondered what my mother would have done with a bunch more kids, when I seemed to be in the way of other things she did. Lunches with friends she'd known all her life, making decorative quilts and pillows she sold at fairs, canning fruits, pickles, and jam, or endless work on the farm. In retrospect, maybe it was a surprise they'd even had me and Dilly. She must have been so tired at the end of the day. I wondered later if everybody was happier because things you wait for seem better once you finally get them. But in recent years, I thought everybody in town might have been relieved there weren't a whole slew of kids born into our family. Go take a seat, Hannah, Dad had said to me after Mom told us I couldn't hold the baby unless I was sitting down. 
I skipped over to Aunt Elsie on the couch and hopped up next to her, holding out my arms as my mother made the careful transfer. It wasn't like holding one of my dolls, even though the blanket was made of the same soft material my plastic babies enjoyed. Unlike my dolls, my sister was warm and squirmy. Dad told me not to hold her too tight, so I put her on my legs and pulled back the cover to get a good look at her. Her eyes were closed, and she wore a pink cotton bonnet. Even then, the straight lines of her brows had been drawn, which later filled in so well. Her cheeks were splotched red and white, and her arms and legs moved in four different directions. When she opened her mouth, I saw her flat gums, no hint of the teeth to come someday. I thought she was the prettiest thing I'd ever seen. She's a dilly, I whispered to Aunt Elsie, who taught me her favorite word for the thing she...